This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by LifePlan. Did you know that millions of small businesses use LifePlan products to start their business? Did you know that these small businesses prefer a cloud-based accounting solution two times more versus a desktop solution? Did you know that 89% of these small business owners prefer virtual advisory services? Did you know that the number one thing they want from an expert advisor is strategic planning and review? This is even more than general ledger accounting and bookkeeping services. Did you know that LivePlan has an expert advisory directory that you can join to gain access to these millions of small businesses? To learn more about becoming a LivePlan expert advisor, head over to cloudaccountingpodcast.promo slash LivePlan. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash L-I-V-E-P-L-A-N. Welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast. I'm Blake Oliver. And I'm David Leary. And I'm Jamie McDonald. I'm the co-founder and co-CEO of HubDoc, along with the other Jamie, as we're known, the Jamies, and now the Executive General Manager of Product for the Core Accounting Platform at Zero. And so since it's an audio podcast and... There's two Jamies. Can you say which Jamie you are? So oh, are clear. That's, a good, <laughs> that's a good point. I'm Jamie McDonald, uh, the Jamie M, the product Jamie. And you're the tall one? The tall the Jamie, tall one. Okay. old Jamie, old Jamie. Uh, <laughs> grumpy Jamie, all of the, all of the <laughs> unpleasant names for Jamie. So, so I was so excited to see when you, you know, not only the HubDoc acquisition, congrat, or the Zero HubDoc acquisition, congratulations, but also now that you're you're doing product for Zero. So, like, how did how did was that part of the deal? How did that come? Yeah, there's like a major promotion. I mean, you know, you got promoted when a major promotion when there's a press release about it. Yeah, I guess the first thing to say is thank you. Uh, so, how did it come to be? I mean, I I kind of think I was meant to do this job and I've been training for it for the last five years uh, from when I chased you guys down uh, when we entered the space in, in 2014. Uh, I've been spending my whole time thinking about how to build the small business ERP uh, on top of the QuickBooks platform or the Zero platform and now being part of the Zero family. Um, I mean, you guys know HubDoc, the whole core point of the application is data automation and, and building a collaboration platform between accounts and bookkeepers and the small businesses they serve. And uh, it's just a logical extension of the work I've been doing with the the product and engineering team at HubDoc. I, I just feel so lucky to get to work with some of the designers and engineers who have built Zero, which is a product I love so much. And uh, we're going to build some good stuff. Well, can you give us a sneak peek? I think I did yesterday. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the roadmap story is pretty clear. Um, I think we want to build more data automation into the platform. Uh, and then I gave that find and recode example yesterday. It's a simple feature that saves people a boatload of time at the end of every month correcting errors. And it's like, how do we just do that 10 times uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and make the core application just really, really powerful? And then all the stuff that Craig talked about uh, and Nick this morning uh, about the platform, those are our, like our big bets on the future of business record keeping. And I think um, just super duper exciting. So how is the, because uh, we do have some developers and app developers that listen to the podcast. How is this journey being, of being acquired? Uh, you know, what we always say is like everything in life starts with people, right? And the, Jamie and I are big um, big on, uh, on our relationships with our team uh, and our customers. Um, and the values that, that we've blogged about at HubDoc are around just building authentic human relationships, being transparent, giving a shit, uh, kind of a sense of craftsmanship around product uh, and delivering amazing experiences for our team uh, so that they say, you know, this is the best place I ever worked five years from now, right? And I think what's been great about joining Zero is just a giant overlap in values and culture and the focus on, on 
being human and authentic. Uh, so that's been great. Uh, working on a platform where, you know, 1.8 million customers are going to be using the stuff that I collaborate on building. Uh, that's pretty amazing. So I think the the, the work that we are doing, uh, there's another decade of SMB cloud uh, adoption ahead of us, and I just feel lucky to do it. You know, there's stuff about being acquired that's different, and, you know, I'm learning to operate in a bigger company again. I've done that. Uh, yeah, where were you before HubDoc? I was at Expedia back in yes, the early yes. 1.0 days of the internet, so I saw a company kind of... Uh, explode in scale and uh, you know hiring crazy and 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 kind of winning in the market and that was like that early career experience for me that I say you know worked with the smartest people uh, built a product that won in the marketplace had fun uh, and, and just grew a ton professionally and I think uh, bringing some of those skills relearning them uh, inside inside zero which is you know one of the best SaaS companies in the world uh, it's tough not to be excited about the opportunity so HubDoc grew up in Toronto. Yeah, we're in Toronto. Are you still in Toronto? I still am in Toronto. So I think uh, we're, we're moving from thinking of ourselves as hub dogs to thinking of ourselves as zeros. And, and Toronto's going to be a big engineering hub for our company on a go-forward basis. Oh, that's and, great. Yeah. Uh, we also develop software, obviously, in New Zealand and Auckland, Wellington primarily, and then have a big office in Melbourne. And so I've got teams uh, in, in Aussie and New Zealand uh, who I work with closely now as well. Got it. So those time changes are making for some let's fun not, meetings. Let's not talk about the time change, Blake. That's like the one <laughs> bad part of my life. <laughs> yep, understood. So uh, the, the the big news yesterday was the Stripe partnership. Um, and so for our listeners who couldn't make it to the event, like what's, why is that a big deal? I just think it's like it's pretty obvious and pretty awesome, right? Which is like when you send an invoice, wouldn't it be great if your customers could pay it? Uh, <laughs> it's like, let's, I, I joke with Craig, it's like, you built a pay button. What's the big deal? Uh, so I, I think that's awesome. Um, I'm also a Stripe customer at HubDoc. Mm -hmm. And so if you've ever reconciled revenue inside of Stripe, uh, we've had to use third parties building all sorts of rules, like making that pain go away. I'll save, you know, 10 hours a month for somebody in our company, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, and then this recurring monthly invoice that just goes out uh, and, and you can set up the payment automatically. Like, it sounds so elementary and obvious, but it's 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 just an example of digitizing analog workflows, getting rid of the paper, getting rid of a check and mail, uh, and, and making it all happen. And, and the good news is SMBs get paid faster, which is what we're trying to do. So how big is uh, HubDoc these days? Yeah. What's the definition of big, Blake? Like, we're well, huge. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, how many hub dogs are there? Um, yeah. You know, like uh, whatever numbers you can share in terms of like customers, you know, that sort of thing. Because uh, I, th I think people are, you know, if well, if you're a developer, you're kind of interested, in, like, you know, and you want to have an exit strategy. Where what do I need to get to to get there? And then um, if you're an accountant. You know, sorry to throw two questions at you. They're a little. They're wondering what's going to happen to HubDoc now that you know it's a zero company. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. uh, there's two questions there, which is like, uh, if I wanted to get acquired as an app developer, what would I do? I, I think the the HubDoc formula was kind of stolen from David Leary, uh, and I teased him about Susie Lunch uh, uh, five years ago in Toronto when David came and visited us, and he show up, which is really it, it sounds stupid, but uh, we showed up at the Twitter chats. We showed up at the trade shows. We sure. talked to, to people the game. and we listened. Uh, uh, and then we went, went back to, say, to our went office back to our and office. we built software for them. And we said, 
does this work for you? Uh, yep. And then by, by building that community of advocates that we're solving problems for, they told Intuit and Zero and, and Bill.com that we existed and were important to them. And that's how we showed relevance. And then you drive your API connections up, which means that you're growing on the platform and people notice that, right? And I want to highlight how much you guys really did show up because the two Jamies were at every conference and you guys were at the booth yourselves, you know, the founders of the company talking with people all day long. How did you, I mean, that takes amazing stamina. Yeah, I just think it's like, that's like entrepreneur camp. Uh, so we always, I want to say laughed, but like remarked on the, on, the, on the leaders of other businesses who would show up with their wheelie bag, give a talk for an hour and then leave the show. Um, mm -hmm. We make a point of staying for the whole thing and, and taking customers out to dinner and meeting with partners uh, and listening because that was the way we could get better. And the only reason I'm in this job now is because I understand the workflows in the same way that you've gone from being a, a bookkeeper to a software person. You understand yeah. the workflows, right? And uh, that's the only way I can do it. So um, I think we have another guest we oh. can bring on, believe it or not. Do we have a special? The other Jamie has arrived. So let's try to get him a headphones here. This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by TOA Global. As you know, most firms struggle with attracting, managing, and retaining staff. And finding staff is getting tougher every day. This is where TOA Global can help. TOA Global is the most professional outsourcing partner to help you build and manage a global accounting team. By building a global accounting team, you'll be able to take away the time-consuming process-oriented work from your local team while building a cost-effective team offshore. As people experts, TOA Global can help you select and develop your best team members easily using their expert ecosystem of people, security, technology, and professional development tools. Learn how to build out your world-class team today. Head over to cloudaccountingpodcast.promo slash TOA Global. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash T-O-A-G-L-O-B-A-L. All right, we're back. Jamie, the other Jamie is here. So for our listeners that don't know what you look like, <laughs> so they can differentiate, please describe yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a dating profile uh, or something? Like I'm, I'm affectionately known as Jamie S, and I you know, focus on customers, and I think we look quite similar, David. The nice Jamie? The, nice. the younger Jamie? No, we're both nice. Okay. Yes, younger by a bit. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I'll jump in. This is interesting that now that you're both here. And something uh, went off for me. I was at another conference yesterday. It's all getting gray now. Recently, I was at a conference. And because HubDocs always was, you guys were the fetchers. Like, you fetch documents all over the internet, right? And something, uh, two comments from two different bookkeepers, uh, they're kind of getting sick of fetching because security, the logins, like, fetching's get difficult. And they're finding, like, I'm just going to ask my client for the paper bank statements because I can control that process. Can you guys kind of speak to the evolution of fetching? You, I would argue you two might be the experts on fetching. Yeah, I think uh, we, we can definitely claim to be. Uh, people have worked on the problem for a long time. I don't know that there's there's anything, anybody who could be called the expert in, in, in fetching, except for maybe the people who go after Ticketmaster on the day that Rihanna uh, <laughs> starts a concert sale. So I just say like the message we give to our customers is the nature of our technology is such that uh, it doesn't work all the time. Uh, websites change. There's two-factor authentication from banks. Uh, but the, the feedback that we get from our customers is, you know, 
at the reliability levels that you deliver on, it, it works for us. It's maddening when it breaks. It's it's exactly like a bank free breaking inside QBO yeah. uh, or, or inside of zero. It's like, wow, this is frustrating. I want to do my job right now. Uh, but the idea of not having a bank feed is so horrible that you would yeah. never go back to that prior universe. So I, I think people people want the documents that, that we get for them uh, and find value in them. And I think reliability is a, a constant battle for us. And we're spending more and more money on how to scale that infrastructure. And we don't have all the answers. It might not work. Uh, uh, but... One thing we are always is kind of transparent to our customers about the challenges with the technology and, and the reliability of the service. So we tell the truth about here's what to expect. Uh, and yeah, some people find it easier to ask their clients to, to get the documents so, so themselves. But yeah. if you've if you got well, more than 20 clients and each of them has four or five banks, it's, it's uh, it, it gets time consuming. David, I was at Scaling New Heights with you in Salt Lake City there and I talked with a lot of um, with a lot of our customers, the accountants and bookkeepers about this topic and hearing Jamie mention bank feeds, it's interesting, they're connected bank feeds and the fetching of the documents because one of the reasons we hear from customers how we have historically and still today is of why they still very much want the bank statements in North America, checks as well with the bank statements, is because of the lack of reliability on the feeds. So perhaps uh, there'll be a, a day in the future where bank feeds will actually come in and be totally reliable and accurate with no duplicates or emissions and then maybe the bank statement uh, need will go down but right now mm-hmm. more than as much as ever we hear people still wanting them so despite as Jamie said that the ability to get them isn't what one would maybe want in terms of 100% getting the documents the right ones at the right time even when it's less it's still uh, much better than having to go do that all themselves manually across the board because like not yeah. every single ba- every feed you have is going to all break at the same time yeah. it's, it's, it's odd bank here and, and I think us insiders if you want to say this like we get it. It's the bank's fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's not. It's not HubDoc's fault that a feed didn't work. But I think the frustration for a lot of accountants and bookkeepers is, you know, two-factor authentication. This thing, this breaks. You have to go back to the client. Oh, I need your new password. Or they're forcing you to. Uh, oh, what was your favorite pet's name? And you got to do all that dance. And you, you look as an accountant or bookkeeper kind of um, scattered to your client. And so that, yeah. that some of them are kind of reconsidering. Like, well, why don't you just give me paper? You know what I see this as is a part of a, a bigger problem, which is probably the the greatest challenge I think for like cloud adoption and accounting is the the it's you know not one hundred percent reliable the way that you know getting that used to get that paper paper don't bank say that because now we're gonna get you can't say cloud is not hundred percent reliable because now all the desktop people are gonna come after us. <laughs> we told you Larry <laughs> stuff breaks right these connections break integrations integrations break all the time right and uh, you got to go figure out what went wrong and how to fix it and that's that's frustrating for people who like uh, consistency where it's the same every month but you know that was my biggest challenge uh, early on at least maybe it's gotten better now but 10 years ago when this whole thing was really new you know i was i was dealing with uh, you know uh, apps changing all the time and apis breaking and you know. Yeah, I think part of it is the nature of software development, which platforms ship new features, things change. Uh, and then, like, I use the language, we're building this small business ERP that's connected by API, right? And and 700 apps on the Zero ecosystem who are pumping in data to that platform. And I'm, I'm proud of the reliability of that. Like, it generally works, yes. right? And uh, it's so much better than the universe we existed in before. Right. Uh, it is an enterprise software that's, uh, you know, nine nines or whatever it is and, and, and bulletproof. It's, uh, but I would just encourage people listening to, to give it a shot. It, it works pretty darn well. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I think Zero has, there's like what, six banks in Australia. There's six banks in Canada. And you can work really closely and have deep API relationships yeah. with all of them, right? Do you see the opportunity for, because there's what, 10,000, 20,000 banks here in the States, right? It's not that many, is it? Okay. It's like 3,000. It's ridiculous. It's still a lot, right? It's a lot. Do you, you, do you, pro- you probably know how, how many there are. <laughs> it's thousands. I mean, it's yeah. the opportunity for two or three banks to like really pay attention to small business, pay attention to accountants, pay attention to technology, and they could actually just steal all small business because they become the reliable bank. I, I'll take a crack at that one. I mean, I'm excited about our relationships with some of the big banks in North America, uh, both Canada and the U.S., and our opportunity to get direct feeds from them. But and like you said, getting an API relationship with everybody, it'll take forever. Uh We've opened up a banking API, which which I think is pretty innovative and cool, so that the neobanks, uh, and we made an announcement today about Novo uh, publishing to our API, and there's a couple others in the pipe that are exciting. Uh, and they're going to go to the accounting and bookkeeping community and to small businesses and say, hey, we've built a feed that works reliably, that's enhanced, uh, that's a different way of doing small business banking. And It'll be a tough sell at the beginning, uh, but you look at what Monzo's done in the UK uh, in terms of scaling their base, and I'm I'm kind of bullish on that opportunity for for our ecosystem because it'll make the whole banking industry get better. Uh, and then the second answer to your question is, I mean, we hear hear all the time from accountants and bookkeepers that yeah, my clients ask me to recommend a bank, and I say let's go with these guys because the feeds work pretty well, and uh, and HubDoc works well with them, type of thing, right? So maybe there is an opportunity, but uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I think I've talked to accountants and bookkeepers yeah. who are like, I move every client to this bank yeah. because of this, and it's usually it's the bank feeds fetching, it's reliability, yeah. Yeah. An an interesting um, observation, this is a little bit different, but on the topic of the fetching of the bank statements, early on when we started, that was the big wow moment. People said, wow, it's magical that if we just have the credentials of our clients, we can magically just have these bank statements. I found uh, in the last couple of conferences where I really get a chance to talk to hundreds of uh, customers and prospects, including the Scaling New Heights one and the one here, is that the new wow moment I think I'm hearing more of is is the machine learning piece of our product, which isn't bank statements, but it's the pulling in of the of the transactional documents, the bills, receipts, et cetera. And, and, and the machine learning wow is something that we're hearing more of. Um, so it's just interesting. Now we've got these two wow moments. One we're probably more challenged with on the fetching of documents, but the machine learning extracting documents, it's, um, it's, I'm hearing more about that being a wow, which is, is nice because it helps offset some of the challenges we're having. Yeah, the, the, the pain the pain shifted. To, the fetching is now the pain, but the, what you do with them once you get them is the wow. Yeah. I, I was joking with David before the pod and taking a picture of this microphone. Like I can post the achievement unlocked moment for Jamie and I. We finally made it onto the Cloud Accounting you just Podcast. Had an amazing year. Uh, <laughs> like what else is to be done? Uh, I'm sending a photo to my wife and just running a victory lap. So thanks for having us on the show. Thank you. And if people want to reach and uh, reach reach you online, you know, and find out what you're up to, where should they do that? Uh, Jamie S at hubdoc.com on Twitter. I'm just Jamie Shulman, my name. Yeah, on Twitter I'm at, at Jamie McDonald. Uh, uh, so easiest place to find me, and uh, would love to hear from uh, from the people listening to the show. All right, wonderful. And I was going to I, I want to just reiterate yeah. what Jamie said because it is it is it's, maybe it sounds a little crazy, but we've been at this together and we've been working with the two of you for years now, and it is it's great to see the acceleration and what you guys have done with this. It's impressive. Well, just think where we've come in ten years yeah. and where we are going in ten years. Like it's. It's amazing. Yeah, it's there's going to be a great decade ahead of us. So, <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Thanks. Uh, we can it. sign off. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Cheers. Cheers. 
This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by Halon Tax. As a new business owner and first-time tax filer, I needed a peace of mind knowing that my S-Corp return was done correctly. I signed up for Halon Tax, connected to my QuickBooks Online, filled out about four fields in a wizard, clarified two small items with the Halon Tax team. A few days later, I got a text telling me my return was finished. I launched Halon Tax and e-signed my return. The whole end-to-end process was painless and, frankly, kind of amazing. Now, Halon Tax is working with bookkeepers and accountants like yourself to offer the same amazing experience to your small business clients. They're even offering a one-year free trial to all your clients. This even includes your own dedicated tax CPA. To learn more about this exciting offer from Halon Tax, head over to cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash Halon Tax. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash H-A-L-O-N-T-A-X.